Oh my God, because it happened during a very, very traumatic time for me. I literally signed the book deal, I think it was in the October, and my husband and I, who had been married for 10 years, separated in the December, and the first draft was due in the June. Like my aim with all of my work is to make people feel seen and to help people feel less alone. Because I've always felt like that. I've always felt like an outsider, like a weirdo, like I don't quite fit in. I'm a big fan of living from the inside out. So figuring out what it is that you value, what it is that you want. Again, it's okay to be you, accepting that, and then building a life around that. Welcome to What If It All Works Out. My name is Sophie Callahan, and I started this podcast because I wanted to empower women to show up confidently and consistently online as themselves by sharing stories and examples of what things look like when they all work out. My career began in photography, and I am now a marketing and mindset coach for female entrepreneurs and the mum to two little girls. I teach you everything that I learned over 10 years in my business about content marketing and building the life of my dreams so that you can do the same. My guests here have inspiring stories to tell, knowledge for us to learn from, and really valuable experiences to share with us. So grab a cup of tea and get ready for conversations that will change your mindset, your business, and the way you show up in your life. When Jessica Rose Williams was diagnosed with cervical cancer at the age of 25, she found herself at a crossroads that became the catalyst for exploring a slower, more intentional way of living. She began her entrepreneurial journey as a minimalist blogger, publishing ebooks to help people simplify their home, their life, and their wardrobe. Over the next few years, despite navigating through some of the most difficult personal experiences in her entire life, her career flourished. And she is now an author, a vlogger, a writer and a port in the storm for so many. Her ability and willingness to share her stories honestly and vulnerably online has attracted a community of loyal, connected fans. And I caught up with Jessica to talk about her, the evolution of her brand for this very first guest episode of What If It All Works Out. We discuss everything from feeling like an outsider to self-care and self-preservation and we really dive into how it feels to share your most intimate struggles on the internet and actually how doing just that can even help you heal. I absolutely loved this conversation with Jessica. I find her realness so inspiring. She shares so many wonderful pieces of advice throughout this episode about how we can live with intention, put ourselves first and still build businesses that we really love to run. So here is my very first guest podcast and we are setting the bar so high. This is Jessica Rose Williams. Jessica Rose Williams, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Are we recording? Am I right in thinking that we're like videoing? We are, yes. We're recording video as well. Yeah, so it's going on YouTube and it's going on, um, obviously, audio. So hello, welcome to What If It All Works Out. It's so lovely to have you here. Um, as you know, I am a big fan. I um, have followed you for a long time, firstly through horses and then with everything else that you share. 
Um, so I'm so excited that you're here today and I'm so excited so excited to share everything you do with my audience and anyone who might not have come across you in the past. So can you just break down for us very quickly what it is you do, where you started and how you got to where you are now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> the existential questions let's just yes. go straight in with those um yes I mean it's taken me quite a long time actually to get like a sentence together about what it is that I actually do and it's changing um so I'm a writer first and foremost is what I call myself now <laughs> uh, but I do lots of different things I do um YouTube I write on Substack I had a blog and it's all kind of evolved and snowballed over the years into what it is that I do now and I take I take photos as well so those those yeah. things and somehow I've managed to uh, string it together into what we call a uh, what like an, an online a, career a career um, and what is it you would say how would you define what you share and the content that you create and who you are for because you are very intentional about your brand and what you share online um and I think that's really important yeah so my thing when someone asks me like oh you're a writer and then they'll say what do you write about which is after who do you write for which is when I say myself yeah <laughs> um so I write about living the life that we want to live instead of the life that we think we should live and that is what all my work is centered around that is my core belief and my core my core values and that is very much why I do what I do because I think that it is our superpower to be who we are that it's okay to be who we are flaws and all and that there is magic in that and that we should be embracing that in trying to fit into molds that we don't mesh with that we're not that we're not meant for yeah, I love that. And I have read your book enough, which actually got me through some incredibly difficult night feeds at 4am when I had my new baby last year, yeah. uh, the year before. Um, and it's incredible. It's so empowering and inspiring. And, you know, the, the reason I started this podcast was I wanted to help women to show up confidently for themselves in a way that feels good for them. And your book is so about that isn't it there's you know there's so many and it's it's a really practical book as well because you don't just read it and then you know put it over there there's exercises in there to do right so tell us more about that tell us how that came about where was the inspiration from that and the process of writing that because I know it was really a process for you wasn't it yeah it definitely was so I started my blog um, that's well I started Instagram first and then I got into blogging and my blog was very much centered around embracing a minimalist lifestyle um, and I always wanted to write a book that was a big dream of mine whether that was going to be non-fiction or moving into fiction that was like the end goal for me and I got approached a few times about writing a book and mainly publishers wanted me to do something uh, like a how-to kind of kind of book right. and I, every, every time I got asked I just said there's no point because everything I feel like everything's already been said what I really want to do is share my own personal story because I think that's what people relate mostly 
too. I think that's what that's what brings meaning um, to work. And I know that when I started with simple living, more intentional living, when I was very much at a crossroads, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer when I was 25, which is where everything started. When that happened and I started looking into different ways of um, of living as opposed to the mainstream the mainstream ways that were sold it was people's personal stories that I found most valuable yeah. so I wanted to blend those two together um, and eventually I it, it all lined up that a publisher was they wanted that too so it was a really good a really good fit and then the book was like happened it got you know it, got it happened it just, just happened. happened it was like happening <laughs> Um, and I was like, oh my God, because it happened during a very, very traumatic time for me. I literally signed the book deal. I think it was in the October and my husband and I, who had been married for 10 years, separated in the December and the first draft was due in the June. Wow. 50 to 70,000 words to churn out between that time. Wow. I didn't live in the, you know, the perfect house that I'd been living in and blogging in. I was staying at my mom's and trying to find somewhere to live. Um, It was lockdown. And I was also in a very unhealthy family relationship at the time where there was a lot of abuse going on. So they were pretty, they were pretty dark, pretty dark days. But honestly, writing that book was an escape every and day. And it's such a positive book as well. So the fact that it came out of such a difficult time is just unreal. So do you feel that what you were going through at the time influenced the book? Do you think it would have been a very different book if you hadn't been in that space at that time? Yeah, I think it definitely did. Looking back, I think I wrote the book that I needed. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Which which is amazing, really, because, you know, you're not the only person to have gone through difficult times. So therefore, you've written a book that so many people are going to need. And, you know, the, when I read it, I had a baby and lot, millions of people have babies all the time. And it's you know, it's seen as such a, a normal thing to do, but actually it can be really, really difficult and really, really, yeah, <laughs> the face. <laughs> For those of you who are not watching the video, <laughs> Jessica just pulled a, oh my God, <laughs> yeah, face. Absolutely. Um, I've heard, I mean, yeah. I don't kids, but I've heard it's like throwing a grenade into your relationship for one. That is a very good explanation. And I needed those words at that time. You know, I was not going through, um, you know, a relationship breakdown or a toxic family situation, but I was going through my thing. Mm. And those words really helped me through that thing. And I can imagine that that's just happened so many times with that book, which must feel incredible for you. You know, there's going to be a silver lining to come out of a difficult situation. Yeah, absolutely. It's very important to me. Like my aim with all of my work is to make people feel seen and to help people feel less alone. Cause I've always felt like that. I've always felt like an outsider, like a weirdo, like I don't quite fit in. Um, and it turns out there are lots of people that feel that way. We just kind of tend to keep quiet about it. Yeah. And a lot of power in feeling like you're not alone. in Feeling alone together. Yeah, exactly that, being, being alone together. 
and yeah, yeah the, the book was was super super important to to reach people like that it's very much intended for people who find themselves at a crossroads in life right. and not sure which path to take yeah that's amazing so with that in mind you know you share an incredible amount of honesty and vulnerability online in your written work um in your vlogs everything you know we've already touched upon like uh trauma within your family um you know your relationships you've talked about getting back into dating recently um surgery your own insecurities there's so much that you share how has firstly how has that helped your brand and your how has that helped you connect to your audience um and also like is is there a personal cost to that or is that kind of a therapy for you how does that work oh what do you mean by personal cost well do you feel do you ever feel that that vulnerability um impacts you negatively or do you feel like that's a positive thing for you to be able to Um, share those things okay again so what I said about it's important that I I really want to help people feel seen yeah I also want to feel seen and I know that to do that to build genuine connection I have to allow myself to be seen and it's been a, a slow practice of building up that muscle of how far I'm willing to go with that. And I used to be very afraid of vulnerability. And I now see that there is so much power, courage and strength in that. And I never feel worse afterwards. I only ever feel more connected to people. Yeah. The only rule that I have is... Um, it's one that I got from Brene Brown and she said how she doesn't share anything vulnerable until she's on the other side of it. Because yeah. when you put something out into the world, we, we don't know who it's going to go to. We don't know who's watching. We don't know what they're going to think. And you're opening yourself up for opinion, for judgment, you know, and if you're not already through the other side of that, you're yeah. very, very vulnerable. Whereas I tend to do it once I've, got my head around it and I'm on steady ground and I'm open to people commenting on that yeah yeah I tell my clients to share scars not wounds so if it's still a scar and it's open and it's raw it's so much Mm -hmm. harder to deal with whereas you you have the benefit of insight and experience once you once it's a closed wound don't you you do yeah and you're in a safe place as well like yeah I I don't there's, there's no value in sharing something as it as it's happening and you're not in a in a stable place because you're not going to make other people feel stable like you just yeah. you know potentially just gonna gonna freak people out the only time I've done <laughs> it is when it was after I had my surgery um that's and I said that in in my Substack letter at the time like I've never done this before I'm doing it for the first time I'm still in this Yes, and it was like whoa, whoa. But it, it yeah. was you know, it was very, very well received. And in terms of um, you know, like brand wise, community wise, I just think it's brought people closer together. And that's always my goal. Like I, I'm not bothered about a million followers. I'm not bothered about having a you know massive business as yeah. such. Like I, I would always rather go deeper with the right people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
than appeal appeal to the masses so yeah. I mean you're not doing too badly though you do <laughs> and what you do what you do have it seems is that your following is incredibly engaged and they mm. want to hear from you and they want to share with you as well oh, yeah. and I guess that comes as a um as a consequence of you being vulnerable people are then happy to be vulnerable back would you feel yeah. that's and I feel really honored to be able to hold that kind of yeah kind of space um in terms of personal cost I'm gonna no I don't really I don't some, sometimes I can have little freak outs and I can feel quite naked in front of the internet yeah oh my god it's not at the time it's just it's like on a random Saturday while I'm cleaning the house you know <laughs> and I'll be like oh my god I said that two years ago what have I done <laughs> oh my goodness what am I gonna do um and then and then I you know I get I get through it it's fine get over it no harm has, has come to me as, as a result yeah don't you when, find as well that messages that people feel yeah. they feel less alone it, it's all worth it for me and the more you share parts of yourself online and the world doesn't implode the more mm. you're like okay actually this is okay I can do this yeah. <laughs> and I feel like so many people get stuck at that first bit where they're like I don't want to show my face and I don't want to yeah. share anything about me and then they do it and they're like oh nothing happened <laughs> which I feel is really empowering so on that line of of conversation vlogging talk to me about vlogging and the benefits of that and do you enjoy doing it yeah I love vlogging I love it like I, I like I said I started with Instagram I did blogging and then vlogging came along because I just got tired of Instagram right. I describe Instagram as the toxic boyfriend I don't need that's how <laughs> it feels in my life yeah. it's, like, it's a toxic fuck boy and I just don't need it <laughs> are you on TikTok though that's like next level <laughs> I tried TikTok I fell in love with it and then it somehow figured out that I was dating and I cannot <laughs> I cannot cope with the stuff that it sends me. Yeah, the algorithms are healthy. I don't need that in my <laughs> life either. Um, but, you know, Instagram's a means to an end because it, it, the people that are on there, the community that's on there, I freaking absolutely love and adore yeah. them. It's the, you know, the powers that be that I can't stand. Um, yeah. YouTube is, I find it's much more creator friendly. It, um, it pays creators for one, which is absolutely incredible. I find that it is a much deeper connection with people on there, which we're seeing with video anyway. That's why Instagram's going the way that it's going. And TikTok is what it is because people engage with video more than they engage with photos, even though we all yeah. miss those Instagram days of just scrolling yeah. the pretty photos. Um, so I enjoy that deeper connection. I feel like I can just share more and that's the that's the gap that it fills whereas on Instagram it's just so quick it's so fast isn't it, it is, it's, yeah. not, it's just not really my my kind of yeah. vibe like, the shelf life of your yeah. post on Instagram is just so oh, short yeah. these days isn't it it's so short whereas a YouTube video it's evergreen you know SEO yeah. comes into it it's a it's a Google yeah. platform so you can put a video on there people are still watching it years and years later through search it's great yeah I actually I did a um a tutorial of how to create the black background portraits of the horses yeah. and it must be about 10 years ago and I still get comments on it every single day and yeah. that which is you know it's a search engine isn't yeah. it it's a visual search engine which yeah. in terms of exposure and reach is just incredible yeah I love um, it. 
I wanted to talk about journaling as well. So you are big on journaling, right? Yeah, yeah, massive. And do you feel that that helps your content? Yes, I do, because it helps me stay sane. <laughs> <laughs> Which helps your entire business. <laughs> Which, yeah, just helps. Um, like, do you know what? This is the one of, this is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned as someone who's done this creative business thing for quite a few years now my biggest job is to look after my own well-being it's everything that I'm told not to do it's to have an hour or so just sitting around doing nothing looking out the window it's taking myself on a long walk it's making sure I journal all the things that we feel guilty about that are like you know supposed to be even lazy or indulgent because we're supposed to be sat at our desks for eight hours a day chained to them if you want to be in a creative kind of business your well-being is your priority because without that there's no work and the more you invest in that well-being the more you invest in yourself the better your work will be the quicker you'll do the work it's it's just completely flipping everything I've been taught since school on its head and journaling is very much a a part of that so it's an important daily habit of mine I would say I love that and like one of the things that I if I can teach my clients anything it's that a schedule isn't about showing up every single day it's about having boundaries you know just as important as your schedule for showing up is your schedule for not showing up because then it means that when you are on and when you are in work mode you're just so much more capable you know Mm. you're a better person at work (laughs) than you would be if you had no boundaries so I love that and Talk us through Substack then, because I think there's a lot of listeners that won't even know what that is, won't understand how it works. Mm. It's fairly it's, new, right? It's really, really new. Um, it's kind of a writer's... I mean, I, I I, think that we're in the mid... Not even in the middle. I think we're at the beginning of this female creative revolution, which is so exciting. Like, you tell it me is, when yeah. another time when we can make our own stuff sell it on the internet we don't need a boss we can have kids and stay at home and run our businesses from home and build businesses around us and our lives and we're not having to fit into that amazing you know it's incredible it's so exciting not many people I mean and it's just getting started like I always compare it to maybe like a watchmaker's career where it just goes back yeah centuries maybe you know like so far back yeah. so you have that path to follow whereas we're kind of we're all just finding our way but it, the the universe keeps expanding with it the opportunities are only growing I find it so 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 exciting yeah and Substack is really helping that in terms of both writers and readers so you can start a Substack in a same, the same way that you can start a newsletter. So at its core, it's a newsletter platform. But basically what it does is it gives writers all the power that they would have usually passed over to an editor. Like we can right. publish ourselves. We can build a community on there. We can build um, paid for community and we can build free community and people can choose to opt into either we can do video on there we can do podcasts on there there's so much there's no algorithm it's all in order people get it either straight to their inbox or there's an app that you can use and it's quality long form content no one's playing the algorithm game on there they're just 
sharing their hearts, sharing what's valuable and people that are interested are finding it. And it's, it's, yeah, it's so powerful. It's a really healthy, loving, creative community. I'm obsessed with it. I love that. That's really cool. And, you know, the, the, the idea that creators are just getting paid to create, I think is just so important in this day and age. Yeah, it's wonderful. So with your book, you've got, and your eBooks as well, we haven't even mentioned those. Mm. So remind me of, you've got three eBooks. One is wardrobe. Yes, I started, when I started my blog, um, again, it was a case of, you know, wanting to monetize it and figuring out what opportunities there were. I'm not, I do some brand work, but I don't do a lot of it. I like to cherry pick and make sure it's very valuable for people who follow me it's things that they're actually going to be interested in and the, the best thing for me to do I felt was to create something direct yeah. um so that's what my ebooks were born out of because people really wanted help curating their own version of a capsule wardrobe a curated you know simple clutter-free stylish home and then the whole lifestyle thing so relationships budgeted um values all sorts of of different things so yeah i have three ebooks on um on that that are for sale on and they're all about simplifying simplifying everything kind of slow living type of um advice right so if you were to write one for running a business Mm. so like slow simple business owner yeah kind of vibes what would your advice be for you know we've talked a bit about boundaries but about you know um simply simplifying your business I guess as um a small business owner yeah I think I mean I go I go with the first exercise which is in enough and it's in a simplified life as well and it's figuring out what your values are I think that is absolutely like everything stems from that I'm a big fan of living from the inside out so figuring out what it is that you value, what it is that you want. Again, it's okay to be you, accepting that, and then building a life around that instead of looking at what everyone else is doing. Because that's yes. when I think we feel in touch with who we are, when we feel connected to who we are. It's intuition-led living as opposed to tick box, being on the hamster wheel, doing things, not knowing why we're Yes, absolutely. Doing. So I think figuring out what what your values are, how you want your business to be remembered, how you want to spend your days, how you want to feel, how you want other people to feel. I think they're really big existential questions when it comes to running a business and will give you so many answers because you can constantly ask yourself, is this in line with my values? And that's that's your, um, you know, that's your compass to use constantly. That's and then you're going to be attracting the people that align with those values, aren't you? And you'll be yeah. repelling the people that aren't. And that is so important because we can't be for everyone. So if you want yeah. a simple, intentional business, it needs to be, you know, people think that simple is supposed to be easy. It's not. Simple is not easy because we have to think of everything not to do. Yes. You know? Simple is about being left with only the valuable. And that takes work. It's a lot easier to just try and do everything um yeah it takes bravery it does take bravery it takes intention it takes thought but it's so worth it and I think if that's the kind of business you want you need to be very 
very focused, very good at saying no, thinking about what works and focusing on that. Yeah, love that. Really love that. And what would you say your biggest struggle um, in your role as a creator and as a writer and somebody who does show up online has been? I think what I said earlier about having to focus on my own my own well-being and instead of thinking that it's like I you know there was a time when I thought it was about having the perfect desk the perfect office space um creating perfect photos and getting a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and working every single hour possible and that's what it was that's what it was all about it's really not it's about looking after myself first and filling up my own cup so that I have more to give to others because if I don't have value to share what's the point yeah yeah absolutely and what what would you say keeps you going so when it does get difficult and when you know you've been through some incredibly difficult times and you've kept going through those and not only have you kept going you actually wrote a book whilst going through them which is probably you know the most the biggest undertaking ever as as a business owner um so what what is it that keeps you going is it up the other people the people that you're helping yeah it definitely it definitely is um I'm I just feel so grateful for them and I feel so grateful that I built up an audience before life really hit the rocks for me like it has these last two three years because I I even you know when things were really really bad and I mean there were days you know there were days when I couldn't get out of bed I yeah. felt bad and brushing my teeth felt like running a marathon it was you know it was that kind of situation um I knew that they were there and I knew that's amazing that I had, yeah I knew that I had things to to share and I wanted to share and it's it's telling stories is what gets me out of bed every day because that's what I want to do I yeah. want to make people think I want to make people feel that is that's my purpose and I can't not do that if I don't do that I'm not living um and I guess yeah when I felt like I wasn't really living when I did feel my most dead inside that was my grasp at feeling alive yeah very gave you a purpose yeah it did it absolutely did and how are you now good yeah really good yeah um I said in a vlog the other day like I'm going back to Paris and I booked a one-way ticket this time Oh my gosh. <laughs> so for those who don't know, um, Jessica just spent a month in Paris. Yeah. A month? Yeah, it was a month. On your own? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Because I thought the universe told me to go. So I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to do it and see what happens. And I booked to go back and I got, someone left a comment or something about running away from your problems. And I was like, do you know what? For the first time in three years, I feel the happiest I felt with, wow. with my life and the, I'm not running, you know, running away from anything. Yeah. I don't think I just feel. I, I just mean, your problems really don't go away if you go to Paris, do they? So no, they don't. Think... Everything, <laughs> everything follows you around. But that, you know, that's come from a lot of inner work, a lot of, yeah. a lot of healing that I've done. And apparently, once you've done that, you rise from the ashes like a phoenix. So yeah, I hope so. 
<laughs> I love that. I love that for you. Um, so if you, if someone is listening right now and they are at the beginning of a journey that, you know, maybe similar to yours, maybe slightly different, but they want to build a business, they're creative, but they're terrified of showing up. What would you tell them? Start small, break it down. Okay. Because I think when we feel really scared, it's because we're making it into this big thing. So if you've, you know, you're scared of showing up, you don't have to make a vlog and put yourself on on YouTube yeah. to start with. Even if you do, like that's great, go for it. But break it down into teeny, teeny, tiny steps and tackle them one at a time, I would say. So if it's, I don't know what whatever the idea is, but write it down, journal, write it down, <laughs> get it out of your body so you can actually see it on the page. That really helps. And then break it down into as, as teeny, tiny steps as possible. You know, it might, if it's starting a blog, it might be um, researching how to start a blog, um, buying a domain, um, figuring yeah. out what your first blog post is and then drafting your first blog post and then editing you you know what I mean like teams yeah. tiny steps and one at a time tackle them before you know it, it it will have all added up to something yes yeah I love that that's really really good advice and when you when it comes to your creation process with content um Instagram vlogs Substack, whatever it is do you have a process or do you wing it what how does it work for you Oh, I feel like I'm winging it all the time. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, again, that's another, I wish people told you that in the beginning. Oh, by the yeah. way, one that you think is successful is winging it. None um, of us know what's going on. No we one making knows it what's up. going on. <laughs> and I, you know, no matter how successful you're talking, yeah. everyone feels the same. That's really great to know. Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm winging it all the time. I, I take, you know, simplicity comes into it a lot and less but better. And my goal every week is to turn out, is to churn out two pieces of content. That's all I have to do really. And that's usually a Substack and a vlog. Anything else on top of that is, is a bonus, but I just focus on trying to churn out two pieces of really quality, valuable content. And I never set myself more than three things to do every day either amazing that's really yeah. cool and then do you use that those longer form pieces of content to then create smaller pieces of content or is that not how it works well like I should I get a bit <laughs> I get a bit you know messy and I think oh I want to share this no oh, I want to share that yeah yeah or you know what it's like it's a mess it's yeah. all a mess, and that's yeah. okay um so yeah sometimes yes sometimes no just just depends on on how I'm very feelings led yeah um, you, you get that from your content definitely yeah depends it can just depend on um how I'm feeling that day what I'm into yeah because I but think I, people think that of being, you know when it's about you you kind yes. of can't help but take that approach yeah and I think people think that consistency means you have to be there every day and you know I would say that you are a consistent content creator but it doesn't mean you show up on Instagram every single day or you know and I think that's a really important thing for people to take on board yeah I think and think about it from an audience's point of view I would rather someone yeah. showed up when they had something they were really excited to tell me yeah instead of showing up because hey guys it's Tuesday and I feel like I need to say something like okay great but I didn't need to yeah you don't need to waste my time I know you're there I love yeah. you I'm here for it so yeah come back when you have something to yeah, say just you know treat people how you'd like to be treated yeah that's a really good piece of advice yeah. and then I like to finish 
the podcast with two questions. Um, one is your career highlight. So mm-hmm. do you have a highlight throughout your whole career that you could kind of pinpoint as a really high moment for you? Yeah, do you know what? The first one that came into my head was the day my book got published, but it actually wasn't. It was the day I finished my draft and I sent it off to the publisher. And yeah. I walked down, I was in a, again, I didn't have anywhere to live when I was writing the book. I finished it in a cafe by the sea wow. near my sister's caravan because I couldn't find a cottage to rent. And so I just, I went there um, and that was deadline day and I finished it and I walked down to the the sea. I took my shoes off, very poetic. Um, I love it. And just cried, just let it out. Oh, thought, oh my God, I've written <laughs> a book. I literally just, I, and that's something I never thought I could do a few years ago. Amazing. Do that. Wow. And I yeah. took that moment for myself and I'm proud of myself for doing that instead of thinking, oh, it's done. And now I just need to tell everyone on Instagram and, you know, focus yes. on what's next. And it was like, no, I've done this. I need got to, to celebrate those wins. Yeah, haven't I've we? got to celebrate it. And it wasn't a big, it was walking down to the water and taking deep breaths. But yeah. I think I took a photo after so I can I can look back and remember it. But yeah, that that was a, a massive highlight finishing. The Amazing. In everything you were going through, I think, you you yes. know, that just is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I don't think anyone's got any excuses ever now for the rest of <laughs> for the rest of these podcasts. podcasts. And I think, um, you know, obviously the title of this is What If It All Works Out? And I just I love the way you run your business and I love how heart-led you are and how intentional and you know how you you prioritize your well-being I love all of that it you know it really resonates with me and I think that everyone's going to really take a lot from this and get a lot of value from this so my last question is what has been your win of the week this week so what has gone well for you this week okay so we're Tuesday (laughs) yeah and it was my holiday yeah. yesterday. Okay, well, we'll do it. We'll do it from next, <laughs> from last Tuesday. <laughs> I, I did work yesterday, actually. Do you know what? I have. I don't feel like I've had a win of the week, and that's okay. And that is my win of the week. I love that. Yes, yeah, that's okay. Doesn't have. Doesn't have to be. It's fine. What a wonderful way to reframe a shit week. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's okay. It's all part of the ride. It is. Yeah, that's absolutely true. We don't always have to be, you know, chasing the big wins and the big celebrations. Mm-hmm. I love that. Excellent. Thank you so much for chatting to me. That's just been really, really valuable. And I know that everyone's going to love listening to it. And tell us where everyone can go and find you um, if they haven't seen you before. Oh, God, I'm all over the place. And so my book, Enough, you can find in bookshops and on Amazon, online, Google that, you'll find that. Um, my website is Jessica Rose Williams. That's where you'll find my ebooks. My YouTube is Jessica Rose Williams. I'm there. And then I'm at Jessica Rose Williams on Instagram as well. And my Substack is called The Simple Letter if you want newsletters from me. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jessica. It's lovely to speak to you. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. I could not have asked for a better first guest on my brand new podcast. Um, Isn't she amazing? I hope you left this conversation feeling as inspired and moved as I did. And I have to thank Jessica for sharing all of her wisdom and her experience with us so candidly. 
And thank you so much to you too for taking the time to press play on the official launch of this brand new podcast. I am your host, Sophie Callahan. This is What If It All Works Out, and I will see you in the next episode.